0: This is for A Puddle in the Desert and for uh, recording for the post for The One Is Safe. I wanted to do this one myself because I have a special connection to this one. I uh, wanted to let you know that as a disclosure, some links on this page are affiliate links, which means that I may make a commission if you purchase. So I'm going to be reading to start off with from Isaiah chapter 1. And in verse 1, division of Isaiah, the son of Amos, concerning Judah and Jerusalem, which he saw during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Listen, O heavens, and hear, O earth, for the Lord speaks. Sons, I have reared and brought up, but they have revolted against me. verse 3, an ox knows its owner and a donkey its master, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand. And this is from the New American Standard Version. Isaiah had an interesting start to his writing career. He oversaw an international crisis. Most of the time, we look at this passage for the historical content, and there's actually some deeper meaning here. Now, I don't mean that there's some hidden oracle or some special hidden message in here but or a special code but I did find some treasure in the midst of it all a little bit of a gold nugget nugget what I actually see is something very simple the meanings of the names and if you look at the people who are in here and and Isaiah the meaning of his name is in Hebrew is the one who is safe, or it also comes across as an, in the sense of salvation. And Amos, his father, is translated, it, it. means the his name means the one who is strong. And then, if you look at the places that are named in these verses, you've got Judah, which is the city, and it's uh, it means praised from a root from the root word to throw or to cast. Jerusalem. It has a possibility of meaning either foundation of peace. Uh, it comes from Yahweh, perhaps to be stupefied, or and from shalom, or which means to complete or sound, and it also means peaceful. So there is a sense of a God of peace, and it's so peaceful it's stupefying, stupefying. So, you got, then you got the kings who are listed in there. And you got Uzziah, and his name means my strength is Yah. Uh, And it's from the words uh, Oz and Yah, Oz meaning strength, and Yah meaning God in Hebrew. And Jotham, his name means the Lord is perfect. And then you got Ahaz. His name means, in Hebrew, he has grasped, as in taken hold of something. And then you get Hezekiah, and his name means Yah has strengthened me. And Yah is another name for the Hebrew God. And then you got Judah, which also means to be praised. And I pulled these names from the Bible Hub app. So... An an, an, extra, an extrapolation of these names in contest text might look something like this: a prophecy from "quote unquote" the one who is safe, the son of "quote unquote" the one who is strong, and about the places that were praised and a foundation of peace, so peaceful it was stupefying, and for those who were ruled. By ones who were in the Lord's perfect grasp and who drew doubly upon his strength. Judah and Jerusalem were in a rough place in ways. They had been sinning and doing their own thing, but they thought they had got happy. After all, they had figured out how to do worship perfectly and still sin. This problem still plagues us plagues them today. Uh, The Mosaic law is interpreted as they cannot leave their house on the Sabbath, or it is considered work. Well, they found a loophole. They put a rope around the whole city and had their rabbis bless the rope. So now the whole city is regarded as one house. So, kind of dancing around the rules. So, problem solved. (laughs) Not exactly. So, in a lot of ways, they are really like a bunch of children. They try to see how far we can test the limits and not get in trouble. And then when they do get in trouble, they come running to God for help. Judah and Jerusalem found themselves facing a storm once again, and God responded in the same way he always does when we face a storm. He said, "Peace, be still." And you can find quotes of this from in the book of Mark chapter 4, verse 39, the book of Psalms, ch- uh, chapter 65 and verse 7, uh, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 8, verse 26, and the Gospel of Luke in chapter 8 verse 24. In our modern lives, we still use weather terms to describe our trials we say we are facing the storms of life. It is one of the intriguing connections between life and science to me because weather forecasters use thermodynamics as part of the work they do. I see this short passage in the form of two weather phenomena. One is a pop-up storm and the other is the eye of a hurricane. When we moved to Texas, we had never lived this far west before, so everything was new. During our first week, I hear hear something in the middle of the night that sounds like somebody rolling a metal garbage can behind our place on the sidewalk. I was thinking, what in the world? And of course, this is my first introduction to a pop-up storm in Texas. And sometimes we have pop-up storms in our lives. Some things can, cannot be predicted. Financial analysts often speak of having an emergency fund or being prepared. How do we prepare ourselves physically, emotionally, and spiritually for emergencies? During Hurricane Katrina, the eye of the storm passed over our house. It was the eeriest peacefulness. I had never experienced that. If we can stay with God as he moves, we would never be tossed by the storms. As mortals, we are not able to see every moment of God, every movement of God, so we get tossed on occasion. Prayer, patience, and faith will get us through these times. When you find those experiences overwhelming, ask God for help. God tells us to ask him for help, and there is no shame in asking for help. God is our strength, he's our salvation. He is strong and he is our truest help. He can provide us with shelter and safety in the middle of the storms of life. I'd like to request that you please be sure and comment at the bottom of the post. I would love to hear from you and this on my blog post or even in the comments attached to to the podcast. You can find this blog post on my website, The Puddle in the Desert. And there should be a button on my page that you can click to like and follow. And you can also uh, follow here uh, on, on my podcast if you'd like. And... If you wouldn't mind, please consider donating to my blog. It helps offset some of uh, my investment in hosting this page, and it also tells me that you appreciate my work, and I know a lot of you do. Please know that I appreciate you reading, and I appreciate you listening. So if you're unable to donate, please tell your friends about my page and my podcast. Anything would be appreciated. So for that, I want to let you know That's all I have to share, and I wish you the best and good luck in life. And please come back and listen.